Greetings, fellow investigators, and welcome back to our video podcast, Into the Darkness, where my friends and I play the Call of Cthulhu role-playing game. I'm your host, Tom Bailey. The campaign is Horror on the Orient Express. It's available from Chaosium. I'm the Keeper of the Secrets, and this is episode 35. Instead of a recap, the characters themselves, while traveling to Trieste, will do a collective review of the events so far. But before we begin, with uh, we have a new patron. Uh, Scott Plummer has pledged $3 a month to our club. Thank you so much, Scott. So without any further delay, let's continue our journey into the darkness. Having finished L'Imagine del Diavolo, you have about one hour before you arrive in Trieste. Uh, seems the first time in a while that you've felt a little bit relaxed. Uh, but how long will that last? Mm-hmm. So this disturbing document we read here, and it concerns me that people have been dealing with this since the Middle Ages that we can, we can tell. I mean, they had something happen in the Fourth Crusade, and then that unfortunate group of uh people researching it in the late 1800s yeah it keeps raising its ugly head scattered throughout history yeah i mean we're we got three pieces and i can barely walk by collecting them i got the leg torso and arm and we still need to find three more plus these four damn scrolls that we, that we, we believe we need. Four yeah, and I told, I, I told the more we find, the worse it will get. <laughs> I, I think you're right. I think you're right. It's Dorian. It's, uh, I, I hate to admit it, but I think Gunther and you both seem to be affected by it. I like uh, when you're trying to sleep. I remember uh, you seem to have a sort of maybe subconscious affection for the pieces, it seemed like. I fear mm-hmm. if we collect more, uh, what will it do to us mentally, all of us? Exactly. And I just do not think that we should each have more than one piece because <laughs> the effect that it has on, the small effect it has on me and the small effect it has on Gunther. Uh, I don't think that will be that won't be much of a choice. It's at one point because uh, from what it looks like with our notes so far, it isn't it sizing up to be six pieces? Yeah, yeah. So we still have a head, a right arm, and a and a right leg to go. Yeah. Well, I mean, I expect to find one in our next stop. Supposed to contact uh, someone at the museum there. Yeah. And uh, possibly in Belgrade, there, uh, Smythe thought there, thought there was another piece uh, uh, there, and he gave us the uh, name of a curator to, to talk to. This is Herr Winkelmann, yes? Uh, that's the one in Trieste. Oh, and uh, Belgrade is Dr. Milovan Todorovic. Tudor- mm. I don't. My Russian is uh are not not the best. And finally, uh, they thought there was one that that made it to to Sofia and uh, Bulgaria. Mm-hmm. 
But yeah, what concerns me is I I just can't think of any place where we could find find these scrolls. I I don't remember finding any clue that could point us in that direction. Yeah, we'll have to. That's something we're going to have to research. Um, yeah, the name. Yeah, the name John Winkleman was uh, mentioned by Smythe. Yeah, he. Mm. He's the in, one in, uh, in Trieste. Trieste, yeah. Yes. Then that damn wizard. Uh, hopefully, we never see him again. But I don't don't think we'll count ourselves lucky. He seems to have po popped up a few times on on us and on the people that came before us. Yeah, if he if he actually looks at what we gave him and oh. identifies it. <laughs> and you know he will. Hmm. Yes, I for one will be seeking an alternate route back to London that does not involve traveling through Lausanne after that. Assuming that we make it back. Hmm. Given the histories we have read, many of those who have attempted to deal with these materials have suffered considerable loss. However, if we manage to destroy the thing, having more information with a greater sense of history, then we will be doing a great favor for the future as well. Oh, let's see here. We found found the uh, arm in, uh, in, in France. And it was held by a, a hedonistic uh, man. Was the last person? Yeah, he was. He had the complete simulacra. We understand from this text that in after the Fourth Crusade, that monk stole the complete Sedef car mm -hmm. and fled. That somehow wound up with a German viscount in France around the time of the French Revolution. So it's unknown what occurred between those two points, but we know that it was split up again at the Revolution. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I don't yes. think you get from a monk to a German Viscount. I mean... Mm. Uh, the monk in question, of course, was a bit of a wizard, so mm -hmm. there could have been involvement of one or more secret societies. Uh, perhaps he could even cure himself of his leprosy with the magics involved. Indeed. As much we do not know, as much to learn. But and I mean, this this man that we encountered in Lausanne, if I can call him that, he seemed to be quite knowledgeable about the Sedefkar himself. I wonder. I mean, he was encountered by the people in eighteen ninety, mm -hmm. briefly, but not not enough to. I mean. To mean anything. 
I mean, I get the impression he's been alive for a long time. I, I wonder where he fits into this greater puzzle. Yes, I have the suspicion as well that he might be long-lived, to say the least. Hmm. I wish we could uh, have a quick exchange with Professor Smythe on this. I wonder how he's recovering. Yes, I wonder that too. <laughs> I do wonder how he is doing. It hasn't been that long. No, it, no, it has not. But a lot has happened <laughs> in such a, such a period of time. A lot has happened to us. And we seem to cause more we seem to cause issues for a lot of people we run into. Yeah, uh, yeah, but you know, it's it's for the, for the greater good, of course. You know, it's for humanity's sake. Yeah, it is. it is. But you know, from a morality perspective, you've got to feel a little bit. Crimes for humanity. <laughs> and well, no, well, we can just use. Uh, the doctor's money. We can just get him to send checks to everyone because that's how we can solve all our issues. Well, so uh, yeah, so so the the arm we got in Paris. Oh, yes, doctor. Yes. I was gonna say yeah, the arm we got in Paris, the torso we got in Milan. Yeah, they were using um, it as a prop. Uh, prop. Prop dummy on the stage, and all, but there was that group that was trying to get it. Yes, there was, but we evaded them. But it, was the, it was the Brotherhood of the Skin, and they were killed yeah. by something. There's something that's still following us. Yeah, a third party or a third something that's, that's killing people. People think that it's the devil. Um, yeah, likened it to a gargoyle almost. I think, yeah, like a gargoyle. Yeah, I saw it in the courtyard in Venice. Yeah, something is watching us. He's probably watching us right now. I wonder if that has any tie ins with the that sorceress character that we. Gave the fake scroll to. That's what the smart flame did. He was smart to do that. So how does Brotherhood of the Skin? They've been around for a long time, haven't they? As well. Yes. Yeah. They were. They were involved in Constantinople, the Fourth Crusade. It seems mm -hmm. mentioned back then, and yet they were not in league with Sedefkar. They were trying to. They were trying to murder Sedefkar to get a hold of Simulacrum. Hmm. So it's like they're both the un the unburdened both. flesh is what they were called. <clears throat> yeah. Oh, yes, yes. 
Hmm. But so the the Brotherhood of the Skin, how would I wonder? I suppose they found out about the simulacrum either through research like ourselves or, or something else informed them. If that makes any sense. Yeah, I mean, you know, it, I, and I think there it could be something to your uh, statement that they're they're maybe not working in league with the Sedefkar. I mean, there's mul many examples throughout history of uh, religious icons being claimed by rival religions. So it could very easily be that they think that it's a uh, relic that belongs to them, whereas the uh, other group thinks it's a relic belongs to them. But uh, so they uh, torso was found in uh, that was found in Milan, Milan, right? Yeah, the opera, and the leg, Katarina. obviously, just just yeah, she used to be so beautiful, she was gonna be mine, but um, had a beautiful voice until yeah. yeah, we also got to find out you are a fine actor, Gunther, as well. Yeah, the best, it, was, the best it would have been. But... Astounding performance, country. Thanks. Yeah. And uh, then we got the the leg. Who stole the leg from the from the crypt? I mean, you know. So they they left a note. Yeah. Somebody the one of the people who made the prosthetics or who yeah. worked on the who worked on the clock tower the miniature the statues right. for that what? said he needed to fix it for a friend why he stole it from i just don't get why it would be so important to fix a clock tower that you would break into a saint's grave and then who i mean i i get why the guy guy during the uh napoleonic area era buried it there because he was trying to stop a riot but to wasn't, dig it, uh, it, wasn't it taken from the crypt because they both lost uh, grandchildren or something in the war and they felt yeah it just seems kinship it just seems yeah, such an extreme reaction though to break I wonder if perhaps the, the Gramanchi family that made the false limbs had been inspired by the leg for some time. They recognized it in some obscure way as an artifact. And so they thought perhaps to give it to their friend would not, in fact, give them a terminal illness in their leg, but bring them some solace. The effects of the pieces of this uh, sculpture are obscure. And what, what leg is it that we have? Left leg. Basically, on the left side. Yeah, there's been a sinister bend to things so far. It, it does seem all... It, a lot of it is odd. But... There is, there's got to be connections. So, I mean, we have to, we have to think about all the parties involved. 
just to make sure that we haven't there was Smythe who was yep. looking into things. Viscount Java Javavar? There was Janaver. Janaver. Yeah. Who we believe is deceased because there are records that he was executed. Um Viscount J Dog. Oh no, no, that's bad notes. Never mind. Yeah, so he was executed and the Sedefkar was broken apart and scattered. Yeah. One part was buried, it was still on the property. It was underground. Um one was taken by a soldier into Venice. Guillaume. I don't know how the torso ended up in the opera house, but it's had been there for a long time for its uh, effects on the lungs to be well noted yeah. as a curse. Yeah. And the Brotherhood of the Skin, the Faccia, was obsessed. Like, he knew it was there. Mm-hmm. He was looking for it there. But he was killed by... I believe the gargoyle thing. So there's the Brotherhood of the Skin involved. There's mm-hmm. this gargoyle thing. Yes. That's unknown, but it's um Yeah, okay. I if I recall the prop master, I think purchased the, the torso. I think there are records that he purchased it at an auction. Yeah. Yeah, there's the gargoyle, there's the Brotherhood of the Skin, and there's the wizard in Lausanne. The Frenchman, the Jigsaw Prince, whatever you want to call him. Yeah, what was his proper name? He was going by the name... He was Duke... He was... Referred to as the Duke. Um, and he had he had agents with him who were stalling us. Mm-hmm. Mm. That was Duke. that. He, but he was that wizard, right? And the the guy that had the agents. Yeah. Yes, but he has he has agents. He's not by himself. Mm-hmm. There was uh, the man who kept us busy while he murdered the brothers. Uh, Seven also, Stars Club or whatever they were called. Oh uh, yes, the uh, the uh, the Diablo also says that um, the Turkish name for the false monk is Kanavar, mm-hmm. which sounds a bit like Janavar. Like Oh, yeah. yeah. And they did not find him when he escaped with the simulacrum. Yeah, so perhaps the simulacrum, yeah, I mean, he was a leper. That's predominantly a skin, a disease of the skin. Um, So, yes, perhaps his attainment of the Zedefkar allowed him to cure himself of his condition. And stick around perhaps for a few hundred years more, causing further trouble. Until he died in France, unless he never died in France. Yeah, well, the problem, I mean, uh, if he did not die in France, 
I mean, they attempted to put him to the death. Yes, he was burnt at the stake, I believe. Well, but or the records of who were killed at, at that time were. Yeah. Well, at least he lost the. He did not keep the simulacrum together after that point or know where the parts went. But that does not mean that he could not have a relationship to this duke that we have, we and our predecessors have met. The duke, I mean, the duke struck me as a, as a collector of things. Like he, yeah, I'm, yeah. But, but I mean, at the same time, his his twisted pocket nightmare world. Yeah, and he yeah. had the. Uh... Or he was the jigsaw prince. He that was reminiscent wow. of the. Uh, the deranged tortures in the uh, in those catacombs we found under that house. Yeah, and he was able to choke me without touching me. I mean, he yeah. definitely has. Yeah, he's an extremely powerful creature. Yeah. Did did we get any additional leads on um, Solomon the Red? That's that didn't the Frenchman uh, studied magic under Solomon the Red? Yeah, the that's right. Roland, if I understand what you're saying correctly, then this monk's name, based on kind of variations on the on a Turkish name over time, yeah. the monk is Jean Aver. They're one and the same man. He lived yeah. from he, he lived from the Fourth Crusade to the French Revolution, where he was killed and his or was not killed, scattered or was not killed. But if he's still alive. He had his that, torture chamber taken he, apart, and that, he was at least right. sent into hiding. But yes, Unless the C think... in Carnivar in Turkish should be pronounced with a J sound. So mm -hmm. it means monster, apparently, in Turkish, or did then, something along those lines. So he Perhaps has... after being burned, he became this gargoyle that is haunting us. We are pursued by an unknown uh, assailant, yeah, who is not, I think, the Duke. Uh, I wonder, though, if this creature, if this uh, dark monk figure who escaped with the Singulacrum from the Crusade he anticipates where we are, so why does he not take the pieces himself? And what became of the... There was a group of knights founded also. Uh, the Noble Shield? Knights of the Noble Shield? Yes. Can we... Must we assume that we are the current incarnation of this, or might there be someone to assist us somewhere? Wait. We're misremembering the French records. Jean of Arc was not executed. He just they took vanished? him to the Sheraton Asylum. Uh yes. And yes, we looked for so, information about him there, but it was inconclusive, yes? Yes, yeah. They're the records were uh, quite bad. So he's still alive, I would hazard to guess. Perhaps in some 
difficult straits, however, without the ability to continue to use the simulacrum. Yeah, so, I mean, so perhaps he is this flying thing. Hmm. Hmm. Because... Yes, if if he was if the flying thing was the wizard, the wizard would have just taken the pieces, taken the scrolls, I suppose. Same with the Brotherhood of the Skin, and the thing killed members of the Brotherhood of the Skin. Yeah, so. actually, that's a very good point. They being hmm. Maybe he's needing someone to find them for him. And... Well, I have this fear as well. Perhaps we are assembling this thing unwittingly to assist this uh, persistently surviving evil creature. Have... Yeah, we have to make sure this is destroyed. Yes. We have this heart that we back from land of dreams yes the heart-shaped the, ruby the lover's heart that that destroys like it it fills one with the de- extreme hatred towards evil Roland is that correct is that how you would describe your experience holding it uh yes I was uh, I was I think it was as though I was channeling some external power that was had a violent effect on destructive energies or ill intent yeah it may it may help us deal with this flying pursuer at some point that would be a welcome it would be welcome to have an effective enemy against these creatures which seem so much more powerful than we it would. And it may be um, to go back to the Duke. He might not know about the simulacrum itself. Because mm-hmm. he wanted the scroll. Mm-hmm. But we, I guess there's no, in, there no indication that he knew what was supposed to be on the scroll. He is, just that it say, existed. Yeah, as you say, he is very much a collector. A collector of human flesh perhaps human soul, to feed his dark dream city. But we have no reason to believe that he recognized the nature of the scroll. Just that it was magic and he wanted it for that sake, perhaps. Do we think the skinless ones have a leader uh, that is yes, a historical figure, or it's the, well? I mean, the Solomon, Solomon the Red. The he scroll. was alive in eighteen ninety-three. That was only yeah, not that long. That was ago. just oh uh, yes, ago. he was thirty years ago. Yeah. I'm sure yes. he's still alive. He has an gone older from man, but yeah. Yeah. according to according to the scroll, the scroll. Notes here, the scroll of the belly talks about worshiping the skinless one, and it calls it calls it a being, not a man. Yes. And Solomon the Lead probably goes by a different name now anyway. 
Most likely. Maybe. He might not. There is a knock on your cabin door. Ordered coffee? or I'll get mm. up and I'll, I'll go answer it. Um, it's one of the uh, the train people, the uh, train stewards. He says, uh, gentlemen, um, we'll be arriving uh, shortly in Trieste, and I've been told that the weather is quite cold. Um, the wind is up, uh, the bora is uh, blowing, and uh, I'd suggest you all wear heavy coats. Thank you very much. There also may be some delay on getting your your uh, um, your luggage to the hotel. Um, there are no there are no uh, uh, horses. Of course, it's far too cold. Uh, you will, we're arranging for cabs to take you wherever you're going. Um, do you know which hotel you'll be staying in? Uh, we have uh, that chosen. Let us no, look at this handy dandy guidebook real fast. Does... Yes. Any of them have a heated swimming pool? <laughs> <laughs> Not this time of year, sir. The Turkish, the Turkish baths. Um, Only heated. Uh, I would suggest either the Hotel Savoia del Excelsior, or um, or the other one. <laughs> let's so, let's go with at... that first. I've never really been let down by a hotel. It's a real place. It's a beautiful hotel. Had an Excelsior in the name. Yeah, in Trieste. Uh, yeah, there's the Savoia Excelsior Palace. Um, there's the oh. Hotel de la Ville. Um, the Metropole. The Monsignencio oh, Central. Yeah. yeah, but the Excelsior is on the seafront and overlooking the Gulf. I mean, I'm going to go through all this trouble. I'd like to be able to at least take in a view. Oh, yeah. Yeah, Excelsior sounds perfect. All right. I'll arrange for all of your stuff to be taken there. Um, we'll uh, we'll telegraph ahead to make sure that they're ready for you. Should we arrange to have uh, heavier clothes taken from our trunks before arrival? Uh, if you if you don't have the, your heaviest stuff out, we can arrange for that quickly. Awesome. And there's a couple satchels I'd like to carry myself. Very we'll good, sir. Make arrangements for that. And uh, he so takes so down so the information, and then he he's got like a clipboard. He takes that on, and then moves ahead to the next. You hear him at the next cabin, and the next cabin as he's going along. Uh, maybe the cold will uh, make my aching joints feel better. Mm. Yes, maybe. Hopefully, <laughs> I could do with a bit of reprieve from this annoyance. Uh, how are your rashes? Other um, aches and pains. Perhaps we should keep a journal, even. No better than they they've been. Yeah, unfortunately. Yeah, where's the uh? Dorian went completely. His head went completely sideways for a moment. That's yes, no yes, time to take a nap, Dorian. Part of <laughs> part of the rash. Sorry, I, I have an ill. I have an illness that turns me upside down briefly. <laughs> Should we? Uh, how are we apportioning the the pieces at this time? I mean, I, I 
I hate to say, but I, I'd I'd like to keep one near me. I I was unable to sleep, and I'm no good to you. I wonder if we if the infection will move more slowly or more quickly if we rotate through them. That I might don't... be a good idea because uh, it, it might be like a mild addiction forming. It might well, be let's... difficult to sleep the first night or two, but then you might start. Or the attachment will move, but perhaps Hablach will not have both a rash on his chest and bad legs. Uh, I, uh, Hablach, I will take the uh, responsibility from that leg for you, as you have already the limp on the other side. Uh, and we don't want anyone to be slowed down when something, another devil descends from the sky to attack us. That is true. Yeah. So when we get to uh, Excelsior, we will transfer that into my goods. And I can do likewise for you, Dorian, as well, to give you a break from that building burden. So I think uh, at some point, the more we get, we should all at least take one piece each. If if we find the final of a sixth piece, one of us will have to have the burden of carrying it. I, I mean, it was, it was my intention to take on the burden of the leg before we discovered that it was no longer in that reliquary. Yeah, well, if you prefer, I have no objection. But certainly we must keep, uh, we must increase our pace as we go because the, obviously the debilitation will increase. Mm. And... I did not roll well, but it is also true that the things move by themselves at night, remember, or half on one occasion. Yeah. yeah. We do not I... have... I, I yeah. passed my, my roll. Um, I got a regular... Yeah, they, they, oh. move, they move at night. They, they seem to want to be together. <laughs> or at least either they move themselves or something moves them to be together. They also, I mean, they have dramatic effects on the environments and people around them. I mean, those, oh, yes. those thorns, those roses underground that were glowing, and the family's malady. Yeah. The the people, costumer's curse. All those people dying sick. of consumption. You had the, in, when they brought it into Venice, I mean, there's a documented. Yeah. Um, that thing with the leg was plaguing a ton of people so wherever these people wherever these pieces move there seems to be quite an influence in their wake that may help us find them mm -hmm. i had forgot i tried to block out how that they, they seem to want to be together they are they seem to be porcelain but i'm pretty sure they're damn well indestructible yeah. yeah, there was that the knights described needing to find that glint of the sunlight to find where yeah. to actually chip it apart. Um, and that was only to divide, not to break right, them. That only popped the pieces out of place. It didn't actually damage them in any way. Yeah, from the they very take first. on they take on the guise of their bearer or of any person really, because the the man the Sedefkar when he had them all could appear to be like anybody. Yeah. And that is how John of our, our bad monk escaped. Yeah. 
Right. We you can take on the appearance of any any other mm-hmm. person. Even and from keep, the very keeper, are they pieces? Are they hollow? Or are they a solid all the way through? Are they more like a? They feel too light to be solid. But then so you can't identify the material either. So yeah, but there's no like gap. Like oh, I could put my arm. They are they are arm. solid. Yeah. And, okay. And Gunter, if I recall correctly, when you hit that old man in the head with the leg, did your own leg? Oh yes, oh yes, it it was extremely painful for both of us. Yeah. So it seems that whatever happens, like they have some kind of bond. That what happens to the um. Perhaps the way, and also. In the old description, as in some of our own experiences, they take on also the appearance of one's own flesh. Mm-hmm. It, it, okay. When we first encountered the very first piece in France, um, it it had a, a shifting patterns and changing uh, 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 visions on the limb, and it didn't it didn't necessarily look like someone's arm but more or less uh, unusual patterns and colors swirling about in it remember it looked different for both dorian and myself when we first saw it yeah i remember you mentioning that yeah Hmm. i just i i'm frightened to think of what would happen to it if all the pieces came together yeah now, do do they look like? Uh, I mean, for lack of a bet, like Lego pieces, like they could snap together, or are they just smooth where the They're joints smooth. would be? Okay, huh? Yeah, the pieces that assembled themselves in the bed, they weren't even touching. They were just no. up near each other, as if in perhaps a magnetic equilibrium. There is a an unknown force that connects them. I would not be surprised to find that they could articulate. You know, the arm could bend and yet yeah. seem seamless. Yeah, I wouldn't be surprised at anything by these things. I mean, perhaps I, it is when they're all assembled together, they they kind of fuse into one, the wearer. Yeah. I do seem to recall with the shifting patterns and such that it did end up mimicking my arm. So maybe it just took a moment to adjust. I mm. felt no pain from it, though, but then it had no heavy impact at the time. How's mm. mm. the heart jewel? Uh... The size of the heart jewel would it be equivalent of the what the size of a heart would be inside the torso? No, it is something that fits in the hand. Okay, I'm not really and it's not shaped like a pumping heart. I wonder yeah, it's if, it should, if it should fit in the torso of the thing, but I believe they are unrelated phenomena. Mm-hmm. Although that does not mean that one might not have an effect on the other. Exactly. And yeah. so before I forget, 
back on the the scrolls that we need in order to learn how to destroy this thing. Mm-hmm. The poor Wellington brothers. Yeah. Back, they purchased it. They purchased their scroll. Or the one brother did, and during the war. Yes. I wonder what I'm trying to remember what country the man was we bought it from. Oh, but Dorian, you did feel pain though when we first early on with that arm, didn't you? Yes, I did. Yeah, so it is some it's sort of trance. Inference might have something I, I, to do with you touching it first. I have felt odd at most, like, uh, at quite a few instances. I have obviously stumbled over myself. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. This it is. is odd. Well, if we mm. can't find these scrolls, we will be in a pickle. This here has to be destroyed. Well, the only thing I could think beyond this is, I don't know, reading stories of Shackleton's expedition in uh, Antarctica. Maybe we could bring them to some deep crevasse and toss them into the bowels of the earth. Yeah. Hoping. I have I, things of such malignity, I feel, have a way of making themselves discovered again. Yeah, we have we we have to be rid of these things forever. We do, but oh, agreed, agreed. We we definitely need to research more into the scrolls. It is better way. We have certain clues that we can draw off of, but uh, we definitely need to find everything before. Uh, people who will use it for bad will find it. Yeah, and in fact, we cannot even believe that we ourselves could not use it for evil if we assembled it but could not destroy it. One of us would be consumed, at least. Which is why we try to keep it as uh, separate as possible. Yeah. And if I my, think... pain, my pain is bad, Gunther's is bad. Imagine whoever gets but. Whoever holds the head, <laughs> that must hurt. Like a splitting headache, complete yeah. mind splitting. Well, and it might suggest that the only cure is to fit the pieces together and exactly become. Uh... I hope it doesn't take on its own life uh, if that's done, and then who knows what would happen. I, I we... there's the there's the mosque. Mm-hmm. The mosque in uh in Constantinople. Yeah. Or Istanbul. Istanbul. Not Constant. The Sorry. Theodore, what were you saying? No, I, I was just fearing like uh if if all these pieces put together it might take on its own life, so to speak. I mean, we've all seen outlandish things that ordinarily one would think would be uh, a Jules Verne tale, but uh, at this point, I, I'm... No, is there any anything else? 
I mean, obviously, we have no way of knowing how to destroy it now. I think that that secret will come if we can find these scrolls or get to Istanbul with the parts. But mm. it's paramount. We are deficient several scrolls. Yes. There's got to be more that we can connect. But I will just say I I could potentially fall asleep any moment now if I do continue speaking about the uh, about for uh, the events. Fortunately, I'm... the Excelsior's uh, great hotel is is uh, nearby now. Yes. Uh, Theo, I think, I don't know if moving the simulacra pieces between us is going to do us any good. Because you've, you've touched the arm, haven't you? Yeah, I, I did, but I, I felt and you no don't pain. You don't have these crippling pains. It's only Dorian who does. Yeah. You've both touched it, and yet it lingers with Dorian. Yeah, perhaps the, the one who first, he did first touch it, and then I did. Maybe it forms a connection with the origin, the origin of touch. But it, um, it would make sense that it would have to pass over time. Otherwise, I mean someone must have touched it before you so i mean well, it passed on but they could just be dead <laughs> but obviously we are in quite we are in its uh, vicinity quite a lot but if you just look at the uh, torso the effects it had on the theater just it being there on everyone so maybe there are minor minor effects each of them cause but you guys may um get later down the line, the more you're exposed you are to its vicinity. I get to all of them. We, we do not know the extent of the power. Yeah, I, I just really... don't want to see the two of you, Gunther and, and Dorian, getting overwhelmed by this. I think uh -oh. <laughs> we just got to keep pushing on. We got to... Mm -hmm. We've made progress in the few days we have been on this journey. And I'm sure together we can reach a conclusion of some sort. I admire or envy your certainty, <laughs> Dabrowski. I've got to have a little bit of optimism. Looking out the windows of the train, you can see some lights uh, coming in the, the distance. Um, but it is very obviously that it's almost blizzard conditions outside. You can see the snow. Eventually, the uh, one of the Pullman comes and uh, uh, brings you uh, your heavy coats uh, from your uh, from your luggage. Merci, grazie, grazie. 
Don. And if our if our viewers haven't figured it out, um, Josh's power is out, so he's on his phone. I think that we can call it there, and we will pick up F with you arriving in Trieste in the next episode, since you're going to run out of juice. Okay? Yeah. Any last words before we finish? <laughs> On to Trieste. All right. Our players included Morgan Llewellyn, David Gasway, Stuart Lipley, Keith Craig, and Josh Harwood with yours truly as the Keeper of the Secrets. We have a Discord server where you can chat with other members, you can set up private games, and you can learn the finer arts of gameplay and game mastering. We provide audio-only versions of our shows free for you to download from Cloudbean or iTunes. If you'd like to help support our show, please visit our Patreon account. Just a dollar to a month helps us a lot like share and subscribe to our channel and punch the bell icon for updates on our latest shows and leave us some comments we enjoy reading them and answer any questions you might have this is tom Rayleigh, together with all the members of our gaming club inviting you to journey with us once again into the darkness for another adventure into the universe of hp lovecraft and the call of cthulhu role-playing game until next time good luck and good gaming mm -hmm.